bonus episode of King of the Monsters. Hey everybody, welcome to the King of the Monsters podcast, the only podcast twice as haunted as Hill House. I'm Executioner Joe. And I'm Spooky Lukey. And on today's episode, it's actually going to be a bonus episode Woo! that kind of holds you guys over and give us time to build up some votes for the main storyline of our podcast. Yep. So today we're going to be talking about uh, horror films for beginners. So kind of starting out with like maybe what to watch with like maybe with like your kids and then kind of moving up to it. Maybe if you're a teenager and an adult and want to get started. Yep. We got stuff here for from diapers to diapers later in life, <laughs> whether you're a baby or an elder, I guess. Well, maybe not a baby, but well, yeah, you know what? I, th- I think I got one that's kind of for babies. But anyways, Kay. I digress. Yeah. So, like, I kind of made my little list, and you made a list of films you thought. So, like, starting out with kind of, like, young, for kind of younger kids, I always think kind of going back to, like, Goosebumps. Oh, yeah. So, even, like, going to, like, the newer 2015 film with uh, Jack Black, like, it's not, like, in any way I I felt, like, really scary. No, not at all. But um, kind of a fun film. You get to see the, like, different monsters, and especially if your kid's also getting into the books. Yep, so yep. then they can like point them out and then going back to like when we were kids those goosebumps too mm-hmm. yep those are great uh do, do you have any more I, I i thought maybe what we would do is uh maybe you could read off all of your list and then i'll kind of come in and do mine because uh, we we haven't gone over each other's list so there will probably be a little bit of uh overlap here but i thought that just to kind of offset that we could just do yeah that way. So uh, the two, 2015, I'm not sure when the sequel came out but for Goosebumps. I think that was either early 2019 or late 2018, yeah. I believe. Because even though there. it's like the sequel, it's still kind of separated, but I kind of enjoyed it. So I'd kind of recommend those. And then for like the older Goosebumps, it, uh, I called it Don't Look in the Basement, I think on an early episode, but it's actually called Stay Out of the Basement. Ooh, big difference. <laughs> yeah. So And I think there's a part one and a part two. Yeah, and I was see, looking into it. I think I think where you got confused there was the Ramon song. I don't want to go down to the basement. That's, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> and then uh, Goosebumps, the Haunted Mask, because I was I think one of the first Goosebumps kind of like movies I saw as a kid, and it kind of creeped me out, but it it wasn't too yeah, bad. I don't classic. think. And then kind of going into like the Disney horror films of when we were when we were younger. Uh, don't look under the bed. We kind of talked about this in the previous episode, but I was kind of looking into it, and I uh, guess like parents actually like called Disney to complain, <laughs> so that they kind of stopped airing it as much, and I don't think they air yeah. it now. Yeah, I I can just remember probably one time that that it that it aired, and I I don't know if that was the only time that it did air or what, but it yeah it aired one year that I can remember and I don't remember ever seeing it on there again. Yeah. So we, we could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't remember ever seeing it besides the one year. Cause I, 
I'm not sure exactly. I think it came out in 1999. So yeah, I I I kind of looked into it too, and yeah, that's kind of what I saw as well. And then this one's kind of in that Disney horror realm is a uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. I don't know if you remember this no, one. No, I do not. <laughs> like, not at all. It wasn't like this one got a G rating. Where don't look under the bed got a PG rating. Oh, okay. But um, it's kind of an interesting film. Um, the one of the kids is like work. I think he's like a teenager working in like a movie theater and there's a phantom that's Ooh. causing problems. Sure. Is, um, and, and was that on Disney channel as well? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if this is on your list. It's not on my list, but I just started thinking about it from these Disney ones. But did you ever watch the Halloween town films? Yes. Back in the day? I watched, a, I think two of them. I think they came out with like a third and a fourth one. Yeah, eventually. I think so. Yeah. There's Halloween town and Halloween town too. Then, Halloween Town High or something like that. Like but. a lot of people talk about the first one. There's a scene in it where like it's like kind of a theater setup and he's like kind of in the screen or something. I'm and it just scared a lot of kids, I yeah. guess. I I don't remember much about those movies, but I did I do remember recording it onto a VHS tape and watching it all the time back okay. when I was a kid. Yeah, I for some reason, I'm sure it wouldn't be this way now, but I I remember liking the second one more. For some reason, really? I thought the second one was scarier. I want to say there's like a prom dance type thing or homecoming yeah. dance at the end of it, and somebody gets turned into a frog, and that yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that stuck with me for some reason. See, I always liked that. Uh, I think it was like a skeleton taxi driver. Yeah, yeah, he was funny. Yeah, I remember him. So that's pretty much all I have for like that. I would. There's other things out there like sure. uh, depending where your kid is at, uh, you can always read them scary stories. That, uh, oh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Yep. And then now that the movie's coming out, depending on how old they are, because I know the movie's going to be PG thirteen, but this just kind of depends. Know your kid. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Um, for me, as far as the the little tykes go, uh, these aren't a lot of these aren't necessarily horror films, but I do think that just like a lot of the ones that uh, Joe mentioned a moment ago, uh, these are kind of either films or TV shows that kind of could potentially get kids interested in horror. And so one of them, and by the way, I, I have a, a daughter that will be four here uh, in a week or so. And so a lot of these are just like, Oh, what is she like? That's kind of horror related. And uh, so first off, uh, I don't know, Joe, if you've heard of the amazing series known as super monsters. Um, just, I think I've scrolled past it. Is it like a Netflix? Yeah, it's a Netflix original. Yeah, yeah but I've never clicked into it. <laughs> no, I no, swear. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame you. It, it's, uh, it's kind of aimed at toddlers slash, you know, uh, preschool age kids. But, uh, essentially they have a bunch of different, uh, monsters that are pretty much, uh, archetypes of, uh, different universal monsters. So they have Frankie, which is like the Frankenstein's monster uh, you know, fill in. Then there's Drax, who's like Dracula. Cleo, who's kind of like the the mummy type character. Um, Lobo, who's like a, a werewolf, and and so on and so forth. And so I I know. Uh, funny thing is, last year uh, I went as Frankenstein's monster for Halloween, and the reason why is because my daughter kept begging me to be Frankie for Halloween. So that that could be a good way to get them into it. And then another one that my daughter's really into is uh, 
uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein and Alvin and the Chipmunks meet the Wolfman. Those were good movies. Yeah, yeah, as I, a kid. I, I loved them as a kid. Yeah. Um, upon rewatching them, uh, the the animation's not the best, especially in the Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein one. But it it's still I feel a good introduction for small kids. They're not too scary, but they kind of let them int- or kind of understand the characters somewhat. And uh, I know in in my daughter. In particular, it's kind of given her an interest in some of those old uh, universal monsters. Yeah, and just talking about it, I'm remembering scenes from like the wolf one where they they go to the fortune teller yeah. and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. bringing back memories. Yeah, and I think Theodore gets like attacked by a werewolf and he yep. becomes a werewolf. Yeah, it, it was both of them are. I mean, I I probably wouldn't watch them on my own, but I, I'll watch them with my daughter every once in a while and. And you kind of actually kind of remind me of another film that probably be good for kids is the Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, yeah. I I watched a couple of them. I think there's three out. I haven't seen the third one, but the first one was really good. Oh, okay. Yeah, my I I haven't watched any of those with uh, Evelyn yet, but but I I'm sure she'd be interested in those. Adam Sandler, man. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's how you know it's a horror movie. but so uh, do you have some more on your list well that that's pretty much for uh for small children uh but then i i kind of have a separate list for more uh i don't know seven eight years old on upwards okay uh, kids um which are kind of somewhat you know actual scary films as opposed to just you know films that are kind of supposed to be an introduction to the the monsters or uh, horror in general, and the first one would have to be Poltergeist. Ooh, that's actually a pretty good choice. Yeah, I mean, and I, I feel like it's the good thing about it is I don't feel like it would be patronizing to a kid. Like I I think that if they they watched it, it'd be a real honest horror film. But at the same time, it's rated PG, and it's before those PG thirteen <laughs> ratings. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's it's pretty tame. There's not like any gore that I can remember. And, and, no, I don't think so. No, and I mean, I I just rewatched it uh, last week at some point in time, just because it's it's on Netflix at the moment, and uh, I I noticed that there were a lot of scenes that were kind of fairly slow and kind of dragged on. But I mean, I, I feel like, again, it's a good introduction. It kind of, it, you know, uh, it was directed by Toby Hooper, who yep. directed the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which, and Salem's Lot, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, and of, among some other films. And by the way, this is kind of an aside, but as I was watching it uh, the, the other night, I kept sitting there thinking like, wow, if you would have told me that um, Toby Hooper had directed both Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Poltergeist without me, you know, seeing it in the credits or something like that. I, I would have thought you were crazy. They just seem so different as far as production goes. Yeah, I never realized Toby Hooper directed that film until like years later yeah. from when I saw it. But again, it's it's a great film. I don't feel like it's too scary to where it would uh, overwhelm too many kids today. Uh, but the the last 15 minutes, I, I hadn't seen it in years. And as I was watching it, I was like, holy cow, watching this is exactly how a nightmare feels. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you remember, like, the scene that really got me for some reason, 
and the whole thing of being like, wow, this feels like dreamlike is there's a sequence where the mom is running down the hallway and the, the hallway just all of a sudden like expands and gets huge. And it feels like she's running forever before she gets to the door. And there, there's just a lot of great scenes in that film. And again, I feel like it's a film that, uh, feels like a real horror movie, but at the same time, I don't feel that it's super extreme. See, another one that kind of I thought about and kind of feels that way to me is Jaws. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. Because it's one of those ones that before the PG-13 rating, so it's PG, which is kind of interesting. You don't see the shark too much or anything. And kids a lot of times like sharks. Yeah. So I don't think it'd be too bad for them. No. Yeah. And that's, that's one that a lot of people... Uh, talk about to this day uh you know seeing jaws for the first time my my question though is do you think it would be better to start with jaws jaws 3d or jaws revenge oh gosh <laughs> just stick with jaws yeah, yeah just stick with jaws <laughs> in general um do you have any more or do you want me to kind of keep making my way down um, the list you can keep going on your list most of my stuff on my list now will be more towards teenage to adults okay sure um, okay. So some people may disagree with me <laughs> on these ones, but I feel like some that could be good for, uh, kids, this might be a little bit more towards when they're about 10 or so. And keep in mind as, as we, uh, talk about these films, please don't force your kids to watch these movies. Yeah. If, if it's the kind of thing that they're interested in and they're asking you about, sure, go ahead and set them down, but we'd never, uh, uh, recommend traumatizing a kid for fun. Yeah, like pay attention to the ratings on films. I know some of them are PG, PG-13. Their ratings were a little bit different back then. But like it's kind of knowing your kid if they look too afraid or kind of freaking out, maybe just put on cartoons or something else. Yeah. So anyways, uh, moving on from there, uh, the, the one that, again, I feel like would be good for like a 10-year-old onwards would be The Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. Okay, it kind of got the comedic. Yeah, exactly. The There's some pretty frightening spots on it, but at the same time, the comedy kind of just brings it right back to where I, I feel like anybody that would be watching it, even if they are starting to get scared, there will be a funny moment right after that to kind of bring them right back. And you can't just watch Evil Dead 2 without watching Army of Darkness. Yeah. So I'd, I'd say even though that one's more of an... Uh, kind of like an action adventure comedy, and with some horror elements, I'd I'd still say, uh, it's good to watch those two. I wouldn't necessarily say that they would be ready for the first Evil Dead yet or the the remake. But yeah. Well, when I went and saw the remake Evil Dead, and there was people bringing in their oh, smaller kids. Yeah, yeah. And I was like pretty surprised actually. Yeah, we we talked about this after we first saw. It. We were at two separate showings of it. But yeah, it, it was the same exact thing for me. There were little toddlers running around in the the seats and stuff. Yeah, uh, don't do that, guys. <laughs> and oh. then uh, I just kind of thought of another film that might be around maybe even a couple years younger, even 8 to 10, maybe. Um, but uh, Gremlins. Oh, yeah. I think that would be pretty good. Absolutely. It has a couple of parts that are kind of spooky, I would say, for maybe kids. Yeah. But um, overall gizmo he's adorable yep. i think kids will love him yeah uh, i actually just showed that movie not all of it but uh my daughter all the time when we'd go into 
uh, different video stores and stuff like that. She'll always see that gremlins and see that little picture of gizmo on there and always be like, Oh, I want to watch that. I want to watch that. So my wife and I, uh, on last Sunday, <laughs> let her sit down and watch just a little bit of it. Uh, we turned it off right about when, uh, gizmo got some water spilled on him and oh yeah uh, so i mean only she only watched about 20 minutes of it but yeah i i do feel like that's a great one to where uh it's a good introduction but at the same time there are some genuinely somewhat frightening uh parts on it especially you know like the the uh character designs of like spike and some of the other uh uh what's it called uh, gremlins yeah they, and then even gremlins 2 goes like even oh, the new batch yeah, yeah that, kind that, of more comedic so yeah and and that's a very underrated film i i love gremlins 2 like I, when i found out there was a gremlins 2 i was like oh this is kind of interesting and then i watched it and i quite yeah. enjoyed it see when when i was uh i was pretty young i was maybe maybe six or seven and i remember okay so my my grandma kind of grew up when uh, you know, the universal monster movies were coming out. And like I mentioned before, she kind of like when my mom was growing up, she wouldn't let her watch horror movies. When I was growing up, my mom wouldn't let me, but I can still remember her talking to me about gremlins and all she, you know, she's kind of trying to explain it to me like, Oh, they're little green men type thing. And, uh, finally after, you know, years of her kind of explaining it to me when, again, when I was about maybe six or seven, she found an old VHS tape of it that she had like recorded off of TV or something. Oh, wow. And I can still remember watching it for the first time and being just like ter- all at once terrified, intrigued. And at the same time, like it was all grainy looking and stuff like that. Cause it was a VHS tape that had been sitting for 25 years plus. <laughs> and, and so it was not the best quality, but at the same time, like I remember watching it and then talking to people at school about it. And like nobody having seen it in my class, at least, and it it just being like, wow, this is something that only from what I could tell, only I've seen. And it's amazing. And uh, yeah, the same thing with Gremlins 2, the new batch. I I don't know if it was on the same VHS tape, but I know that she had a burnt or a, uh, you know, recorded off of TV copy of that one as well. Okay. And okay, so kind of bouncing off of Gremlins, because this is one that. I that uh, Gremlins really reminds me of, uh, and this is a film I've I've honestly thought multiple times. Maybe when my daughter gets older, maybe this will be her for, first horror film. But the Krampus, okay, yeah. the new, they're kind of semi-new, I guess. Or yeah, yeah, maybe twenty seventeen, twenty sixteen. Yeah, I think that'd be a decent one to start with. Yeah, I, and it's it's great. There's not a whole lot of gore or anything like that, but the Krampus when you see him on screen is intimidating. He's, he's scary. Then there's all the different uh, like creatures that he has, like the the little angel type thing. See, and the you, teddy you just bear. want her to behave during Christmas time. That, that, well, there that's, you go. that's part of it. Well, and then uh, I don't know how many times you've seen it. I I I, I kind of make it somewhat of a tradition to try to watch it once every December. And uh, the, this last time it just struck me. Uh, there's this Jack in the box on that. That's like this long serpentine Jack in the box that just drags itself across the floor and tries eating people. And uh, th- so there's some great character design creature designs on there. And it kind of reminds me of gremlins a bit. Maybe it's because of the whole uh, Christmas backdrop, but it, 
kind of has a similar feel. And uh, I'd say it's uh, kind of good for the same age range as well. Yeah, I would agree with that. And and speaking of, this is another one, now that we're kind of talking about it. My, my list is pretty small, but now that we're kind of talking. I know, talking, now that we're talking, things are starting to pop up in my yeah. mind. Like, oh, that'd probably be a good one. Yeah, um, and th- this one could probably go in the, the same age range. And this one isn't really a terrifying film or anything like that, but Ghostbusters. Oh, that'd be a um, good one, I think. Because, again, kind of with... Same as Evil Dead. Uh, there's a lot of comedy in there. But I remember watching that as a kid and being kind of kind of freaked out at some of the scenes. Yeah. What was it? Like those dogs? Oh, those dogs gave me nightmares for so long. Zool and the, the key master or yeah. something like that. And then there's... Uh, and towards the beginning, that scene where there's the the scene in the library. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, that, that always freaked me out as a kid as well. I, I'd say that would be a good one for... Yeah, definitely. About the age range. Also showing some classic comedians right there also. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And another one that I kind of have, and this one, I'd say this is just in general for me, but uh, I'd say the universal monster films are great for just about any age, including kids because i feel like at this point in time they're not really nearly as shocking as they would have been in the 30s 40s and 50s when they were first uh coming out but like i know after evelyn's watched um the alvin and the chipmunks meet frankenstein she kind of watched a little bit of uh the very first frankenstein film with boris karloff with me and uh she i, I didn't let her watch the whole thing I, it was actually I'd woken up early on a Saturday and started watching it and she kind of came out and was watching it with me. But uh, even though it's old and black and white and I know some people are like, oh, I don't want to see that. But uh, I I feel like they're just timeless films. Yeah, I think they'd be good as long as the kid has like the attention span to watch them because I could maybe see some kids nowadays getting kind of bored with that kind of stuff. And I think that the thing that makes it kind of easier for them is they're only just a little bit over an hour long and since they're only about an hour long they kind of try to pack as much of the uh, action and stuff like that as they can into it and so they usually you see a lot of the monster on it and it's usually got a pretty compelling story so i'd i'd say uh as as soon as they're interested i'd say that those would be yeah, Great like films. if you showed them one of the other kid shows that kind of has those characters and yeah. they get like recognize them, that'd be a good point. Yeah, yeah, and again, those are just starting them off with some of the the greatest films ever made. So. Yeah. So, uh, is is that about all that you have as far as kids go, or do you have? Some yeah, more? that's pretty much it. I kind of like pull back a little bit because what I started with is probably not something you start a lot of kids with. (laughs) So I had to kind of think about and pull some of them back and moved it to maybe wait until they're teenagers or. Sure. Sure. Would you mind go ahead, going ahead and uh, naming some of those ones? Yeah. So I made this list years ago on a YouTube channel I had. So I made a horror films for beginner list. So I actually went back and watched that video. So I have that list and then I have a couple other ones to talk about. But um, starting with number five, this goes five to one. Uh, number five, Dawn of the Dead. 
Oh, the original George Romero version? Yes. All well, right. Yeah. Like, some people have already gotten into a little bit of horror stuff through, like, um, The Walking Dead and a couple other shows and stuff. So, to get them interested in, like, the classics, I think that's a good one to go to. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that one. So, then, for my number four, uh, the movie Wrong Turn. Okay. Yeah, sure. It's kind of... Now it's a little bit older, but still semi-new, kind of slasher, hillbilly, cannibals. But um, there's a franchise off it. Not all of them are, like, great, but they're kind of a fun franchise to watch. Yeah, And the first one being really good. So I think that's kind of a good one. And um, for number three on that list, uh, Jeepers Creepers. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I know there's some controversy with the director still, but I think the films are still pretty good. Now I, there's yeah, three of them. When I made that list, there was only two with hints of being a third one. But now there are three. Yeah. First two are still the best. The third one was all right. Yeah. I actually never got around to seeing the third one. Uh, it's after... worth a watch, I'd say, if you like the character. Yeah. I, I know after the controversy, uh, I, I it got pulled from a lot of theaters around us and yeah. so I never saw it. And then when it eventually came out on DVD, I just, I just never got around to it. I, I was interested in it. Uh, which one would you say is the better film between the first two? See, I enjoyed the first one because when I went into it, I didn't realize exact, I knew it was a horror film, but I didn't know what I was watching. Yeah. So like, it kind of has that mystery of it just being like a normal killer. And then you, there's a whole twist of him being, weird creature yeah well and i feel like it's especially effective for us for the region that we live in surrounded by cornfields yeah we, we're surrounded by cornfield we we live in uh nebraska and joe lives off of a dirt road and so there's been plenty of times where uh, when we were in high school driving out there to me going out there to go see joe or uh, driving around those dirt roads and let me tell you like watching that film for the first time because I, I didn't get get around to watching it till I was maybe uh, I was probably in my senior year of high school but uh, I was like holy cow man I can relate to this and be afraid of this but the the thing is most people say that the first one's the best and I I would say that now but when I first watched them because I watched the the first two over the course of like two nights. And when I first watched the second one, I was like, man, I like the second one better. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think it was just because you saw the, the creeper more and, yeah. um, and I like the whole like claustrophobic thing of all the people being on the, the school bus and everything like that. But I mean, either, either one is great. I'd, I'd say both are worth. Also, watching. the first one has the actor Justin, Justin Long in it and a lot of people yeah. recognize him so I was kind of thinking like people are more apt to watch something they know somebody who's been in it yeah yeah that's that's good and then uh for my number two on that list uh Leprechaun okay yeah you got that <laughs> horror comedy feel so it's not like too creepy by any means but some people get creeped out by him it has a uh, was it Jennifer Aniston yeah, Jennifer when she was Aniston. younger yeah. so another recognizable actor that has been in a horror film. So kind of, I think interesting for some people to see that. And it's just kind of a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. Uh, just as a little aside, uh, what, what do you think about, uh, or how do you feel when you see like a horror film and there's 
people that you recognize as the survivors or does that kind of take you out of it at all or i don't know like i just went back and watched uh i know what you did last summer the first one okay. and uh it has one of the actors from the big bang theory in it really <laughs> yeah he ends up dying but i just thought it was really interesting was it sheldon the, 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 <laughs> uh, i think it was the, leonard oh i was gonna say sheldon and he gets like impaled or something <laughs> bazinga <laughs> but uh i i don't know like i've I've heard some some discussions and then in the sequel because i just watched the sequel today for the i know what you did last oh, summer okay and it has jack black in it oh really? he's like a druggy guy <laughs> it's hilarious so uh, it's awesome. it's kind of just interesting going back to some of those films and seeing actors you didn't realize were yeah. in some of those yeah sure I, because I've I've heard some people you know talk about how it kind of takes them out of it a little bit. I I don't think it makes too big of a difference to me, especially considering that a lot of uh, actors and actresses kind of get their starts in horror. I'm sure that yeah, we'll kind of I'm sure we'll kind of talk about that at at length at some. Well, point the next time. movie I talk about, I'll be talking about it. Too. Okay, all right, yeah, sure, go ahead. Go and on to this the next is one. my number one because this is basically what I started with is a Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Which also had Johnny Depp when yeah, he was younger. Yeah, yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, like he's not. He, you still kind of recognize him, but he does look a lot different. How young yeah. he is in it. He yeah. doesn't last too long either, but <laughs> it's kind of interesting. I thought, and yeah. I thought it started me in horror, and I've taken off from there. So I, good for me. It's yeah. good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think. I don't think I realized it was Johnny Depp the first time I watched it. I don't think I realized it until I watched uh, Never Sleep Again. Oh, yeah. In all honesty, yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't think I realized it was him. Because, like, uh, another film that has a similar thing is, like, the first Friday the 13th having uh, Kevin Bacon. Oh, yep, yep. So I, I find it kind of interesting. A lot of these actors don't talk about their starts with horror films. Sure. Some embrace it. Other ones, like, Kind of try to distance themselves from it. yeah yeah so that was my original list that i made a couple years ago i think it still holds up pretty good to sure. today yeah I, I agree there's a lot of great films on there i'd say most of them are more for you know teenage teenagers on up yeah, yeah definitely yeah. i was like leprechaun you might be able to pull off for a little bit yeah. younger just depending yeah set them down on saint patrick's <laughs> day and be like this is why we celebrate <laughs> but uh yeah i i I just have a couple more films here. Um, so first off, uh, I, I know it seems like I always go back and talk about the same films all the time, but uh, it's because I love them. And that would be the first uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original from 1974. Uh, it's just, for one thing, just a, a, a great film. Uh, and another thing is there's really not a whole lot of gore on it. They kind of just leave it all up to your imagination and I feel like that's kind of uh, turns out being good, not only for uh, audiences later on, but also for people that might be kind of squeamish towards gore. Because uh, I know there's a lot of scenes on there where people are like, oh, I swear I saw like the hook go through the, the girl. Or, I, yeah, I swear I've I heard people talk about that. And, and, and it's like, nope, it was all in your mind. And, which is kind of crazy going like back and like going through those parts like, Wow, I really thought I saw yeah. more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And they they kind of trick you into it. The the performances from the the actress on there too is just like you'd believe it. You'd believe that that oh, was yeah. happening. Um so I'd say that one 
another good one I'd say would be uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. I don't, some people kind of hate this film, but I, I like it quite a bit. It was an interesting sequel. Yeah. And the thing about it is kind of going back to how it was with like the evil dead too. Um, there's a lot of pretty horrific moments on it, but at the same time, there's a lot of comedy on it. And so I feel like that would kind of help somebody that's not so accustomed to horror kind of enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. And then for a newer film, and I just kind of felt somewhat obligated to throw in like a newer film just just because. Um, and the the newer film that I put on this list was Crawl. Oh yeah, so that, that was really good. That newest one with the the alligators. I I feel like it's you know it's not too far fetched of an idea. You know, alligators, you know attacking people during a, a hurricane yeah uh so some people that might kind of have some problems with more of like the fantasy type stuff of a nightmare on elm street or have uh problems with an unstoppable killer like on uh, the halloween films or the uh, friday the 13th films might be able to kind of get behind it a little bit more uh they'd have to kind of do some a little bit of suspension of disbelief when it comes to a uh, an individual out swimming a crocodile swimming fast or faster or yeah alligator but I, i'd still say it's a, a decent film however i wouldn't recommend it to elderly people why is that well i i went to go see it with i, I don't i haven't told joe this story yet but i went to go see it with uh one of our mutual friends and as we were watching it there was a group of elderly women in front of us. Maybe, I think three of them. Okay. And uh, I don't think that they knew that they were watching a horror film. But oh, no. they sat down in there. So That's I, interesting. I, I don't know if they just were in there and they're like, crawl? What's this crawl picture? <laughs> oh my God. I want to see the crawl picture. <laughs> oh, boy. And then bought a ticket to it. But uh, anyways, so there's just these... You know, the scenes are just going on. And it's really not too terrifying of a film. There, there's a bit of suspense, but it's not really too scary. And it, just the entire time, they'd be like, oh, no. Oh, my gosh. No. And they're they're just, like, yelling it pretty oh much. And uh, there's this scene. This isn't too much of a spoiler, but where you see a baby crocodile or baby alligator. I'm, I'm so sorry. Baby alligator. For a split second. You only see it for a split second. And when it showed that. This lady that had a walker. Just stood up and she yelled out. That tears it. And she walked (laughs) out of the movie theater. Oh my gosh. And never came back. And so. um, I I feel like. That experience was kind of elevated. By the the movie theater setting. Yeah you don't see those reactions like that. No no. And. Again, they couldn't have known what they were getting into. Yeah, like I, I think, especially on Tuesdays, because that's when like tickets are cheaper, at least at our theaters. Uh, you'll see like older people, yeah, like, elderly people, like just go to random movies to give them something to do. Yeah, sure. So I could see like them just going to a random film like that and kind of <laughs> freaking out a little. Yeah, we we watched it. It was a Sunday night, so oh, okay. I, I, elderly ladies probably went to church, had a nice roast dinner and then thought you know what i want to go see a movie and wound up <laughs> seeing a horror film about giant alligators in your basement so yeah yeah 
anyways, I'd I'd recommend actually that you see that film in a theater full of elderly people. That's, that would be my recommendation. <laughs> We're gonna start buying tickets and hand them out to the elderly. <laughs> like if if you work at a nursing home, <laughs> maybe you know, maybe treat them to a, a little bit of crawl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that's all I got. Okay, uh, there's one more that I got that wasn't on that original list that I kind of thought about that I think would be pretty good, and that's uh, uh, Scream, the West Scraven. Oh, yeah, because absolutely. Because it's not too scary by any means, and it kind of gets people to know like the horror tropes and yeah. like the rules of horror films. So then when they go back and watch some of these classics, they can actually see some of those in sure. action. Yeah, I, I agree. We actually have uh, a mutual friend... Do, do you know which one I'm talking about? I, I don't think you'll care if I say his name. Abe? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't we watch that together? We, we watched that together, and I don't think he'd actually ever watched a horror film all the way through before watching that film. And seeing how he reacted as we watched it was was great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a great introduction one. I, I don't know why I didn't think of it, but yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, so that's pretty much the main ones I had, so. Yeah. I I don't necessarily. Do you have any final thoughts or anything like that? Um, like now that I'm kind of thinking about, it, there's like there was a time where there's a bunch of like PG thirteen horror films coming out. Oh, so like yeah. Darkness Falls. I and that reminded me of one actually. Uh, one that I I saw and I actually saw bits and pieces of this. Uh, when I was a kid, I didn't watch the whole thing, so I wouldn't consider it my first horror film. But uh, The Ring, the the American version of oh, The okay. Ring. Okay. And uh, I I remember uh, when my wife and I first started dating, uh, she she kind of liked horror, but she wasn't quite as into it as me. So I would kind of show her some uh, horror films that I thought would be kind of good introductions. And I remember showing her the American version of The Ring and that she just she loved it. And there's some great moments that are fairly scary. And I'd say that that would be one that you could show to somebody that's, you know, a preteen teenager. Yeah. That would be, they'd be just fine watching it. But alrighty. Um, well, I hope you guys liked our kind of list. Uh, most horror fans probably know most of these films that we talked about and can kind of judge on where they should recommend people, but hopefully we helped out yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And, and we'd love to hear your guys' uh, recommendations too. So please, you know, leave those in the Facebook group uh add us at twitter or whatever I, yeah king of the monsters podcast yeah and uh let us know what what you guys think and please no like human centipede or hostile or <laughs> anything like that yeah <laughs> but no i if, if if that's what you're into go for it but just know that th this is more for somewhat less extreme ones. But. Yeah, we're starting them out easy, and then you can lead them into some of that other Actually, stuff. That might be kind of funny, though. Like, somebody's like, yeah, I went to go see what what uh, horror movie I should start off with, and somebody said Hostel was pretty tame. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, I'd, I'd love to hear that, actually. Yeah, so, or if you know any stories about that, please comment oh, sure. on it, because I'd like to hear if maybe some people started out, like, just jumping into that deep end. Oh, yeah, and, and yeah, you know what? Also, Feel free to go ahead and uh, leave what your first horror movie was, too. I'd be interested to hear what some of your guys' uh, first ones were. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I think that'll do it for us. Uh, we'll uh, 
I guess catch you next time, right? Yeah, stay tuned and keep up with King of the Monsters. Yep. Adios. Thanks for listening. Bye.